On today's show, there's more drama brewing in VW land, Chevy reveals the starting price for the Colorado ZR2, and I'll explain why all-wheel drive settings for American drivers aren't nearly as good as for European drivers. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Volkswagen's diesel scandal has dragged on for a year and a half, but the drama never seems to end. Reuters reports the company is now considering taking legal action against former chairman Ferdinand Piek after a German newspaper reported he told then-CEO Martin Winterkorn and other top directors about potential diesel emission cheating six months before the scandal went public. VW released a statement saying it rejected the claims by Piek and that, quote, the board of management will carefully weigh the possibility of measures and claims against Mr. Piek. We'll have to keep an eye on what happens, but it goes without saying that this is the last thing the company needs as it tries to put this scandal in its rearview mirror. Car sales last year in China were red hot, thanks in part to a tax cut for vehicles with engines 1.6 liters or smaller. But in December, the government decided to raise that tax, and that caused sales in January to slide. Sales were down nearly 10%, totaling 2.1 million units. That was the first drop in the country since February of last year. Sales also dropped because there were five fewer selling days due to the Lunar New Year. But just like every other region in the world, SUVs remain strong, with sales increasing 7%. It was the only segment to see a gain in January. Sedans fell 18%, and light commercial vehicles plunged nearly 30%. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Yen Feng, experience in motion. Well, Chevy is looking to give its cars, trucks, and SUVs a little more pizzazz. You may remember it showed off a few concepts with the red line name at SEMA in 2015. And due to positive feedback, Chevy will now roll out the package to nine of its models. All red line vehicles get black wheels with red hash marks, black nameplates outlined in red, blacked out grills, and black bow ties. Additional design elements are tailored to each vehicle. The Silverado will be the first redline vehicle to come out, but the other eight will be out by the end of the year. And along the same lines, Nissan is expanding its Midnight Edition to five more models, the Sentra, Altima, Rogue, Murano, and Pathfinder. It was previously only available on the Maxima SR. And like Chevy, the theme is black. All Midnight Edition vehicles include black wheels, black spoiler, black mirror caps, and available special floor mats. And again, additional design elements are tailored to each vehicle. The Midnight Edition vehicles are available now. You know, Chevy has shared a lot of details about its new off-road performance truck, the Colorado ZR2, except for its price. But now we have that last piece of the puzzle. Chevy revealed it will have a starting price just a shade below $41,000 when it hits dealer showrooms later this spring. By comparison, a Toyota Tacoma TRD Pro is about a grand more. 
and even though it is bigger, the Ford Raptor is about nine grand more. But if you'd like to learn more about the Colorado ZR2, check out our recent Autoline After Hours with the chief engineer of the truck, Anita Burke. You can find that interview on our website, autoline.tv, or just look for it on our YouTube channel. And speaking of After Hours, you won't want to miss today's show. John and Gary Vasilash will be in Chicago talking about the new products making their debut at the show. That's this afternoon on Autoline.tv. Coming up next, why European cars are more fun to drive than American cars. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch our latest Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. I gotta imagine at some point in time you've heard someone say that European cars are more fun to drive than American cars. Well, I have always thought, yeah, they got a lot of exotic, low-production cars that are more fun than their American counterparts if they have one. But your average, everyday car isn't going to be that much different. I don't think that anymore, especially when it comes to all-wheel drive cars. Over the weekend, I got a chance to check out GKN Driveline's winter test facility in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. For those that don't know, GKN is the world's leading supplier of automotive driveline technologies and systems. And while I was there, I got to drive a number of vehicles in a number of snowy and icy conditions. One of the vehicles I drove was the new Buick LaCrosse, which rides on a global platform. In the back seat of the car was one of the software engineers with a laptop in hand, toggling between the American and European settings for the all-wheel drive system. And it was very eye-opening to see that the difference between the two was noticeable right away. On the European setting, I could get the back end of the car to rotate more easily and keep it there with less throttle input. Not only is it more fun to drive, but it also makes your steering input feel more direct, which I would argue is safer. When traction started to break on the American setting, if I didn't give enough throttle to snap the back end loose, the car wanted to understeer and push wide in a turn. From what I understand, this is what OEMs want on American settings for all-wheel drive systems. Well, why, you ask? It all has to do with what we're used to and comfortable with. Because Americans are so accustomed to front-wheel drive vehicles, OEMs want the all-wheel drive system to behave more like them in certain situations. That way a driver will have more confidence in what they need to do to get out of a situation where traction is starting to go. I think that's what automakers think is safer, but I say it's not. When traction started to break loose on the European setting, because the back end will come around more easily, the radius of the turn was effectively cut down. It made my steering input feel more direct and gave me more confidence, even though I had less traction from the rear tires. And that could be the difference from going into oncoming traffic or safely making a turn. I just wonder why OEMs do this. Is there data to back it up? Have they conductive surveys to see if that's what drivers want? Because if you ask me, I'd say, give me a setting more like the Europeans. But that's what I think. What say you? 
As always, we welcome your feedback. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.